He don't own him. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, This Moose Belongs to Me, by Oliver Jeffers, published by Philomel Books. This Moose Belongs to Me is a tale about a boy who comes across a moose, and he likes it so much he decides to claim it as his, without checking to see if the moose agreed with his decision. Will this moose be a loyal pet? Or will this moose be hard to break? Well, bring your own moose, cause this one's taken. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We begin on our protagonist, a young boy named Wilfred, and we learn that he's the proud owner of a moose. I must say, this has me intrigued. What did he have to go through to own a moose? Does it require a lot of paperwork? What are the costs involved in owning a moose? Do they need a moose house? No, I would assume they'd be able to rough just about all the elements. Anyway, so many questions, so little time. But then we get this huge walk back. Quote, He hadn't always owned a moose. The moose came to him a while ago, and he knew, just knew, that it was meant to be his. End quote. I'm sure he just knew a TV was meant to be his too, and a car, and both armrests on the plane. Does this boy just take whatever he likes? That's an attitude that will have this boy heading down a path of a life of crime. He needs to straighten up. And quick. Well, Wilford names the big moose Marcel. Such a suave name, but not an American name, which gives us insight into where this tale is located. It's someplace north. Is it Russia? That seems like the most likely place where a person would just wander up to a grown moose and not expect to get their ass stopped. Since he declares Marcel is his, Wilford follows Marcel around laying down his rules. Which makes you wonder, who's walking who? The moose follows some of Wilfred's rules, and others, not so much. Kind of like a Florida man. We quickly learn that Marcel is a roamer, and because Marcel is so bad at wandering off while Wilfred follows, he causes Wilfred to get lost when giving chase. In order to remedy this problem, Wilfred starts bringing String along with him. No, not to tie Marcel up. To find his way back home. You better hope no one has scissors. Don't worry, we'll make it back in no time. Shit. Someone cut the string. We're fucked. You know, there's a simpler solution that comes to mind that could solve this wandering off problem. A gun. That's quite the moose you have there. Where did you bring it down? My backyard. Really? Yeah, it was my pet, but I wanted to keep it in my house. Even though it seems Marcel hasn't bought into this whole pet thing, he does help Wilfred out quite a bit. Though, I don't know if he realizes he's doing it. For example, when it's raining, Wilfred stands under him. And when things are out of reach, he knocks them down for Wilfred. He's more useful than a chick who gets you into the bar without paying cover. 
One day Wilfred gets quite the scare on one of their long walks. They run into an old lady who happens to call Marcel Rodrigo. Being protective of Marcel, Wilfred immediately tries to set the woman straight, telling her he owns the moose. Like, back the F up, bitch. Dis my moose. And Wilfred calls for Marcel to come with him. But Marcel is like, you don't own me. And instead, the moose sticks with the old lady, who looks like she has a nice apple for him. What has Marcel been doing in his free time? He must have been moonlighting as another pet to get his fix. Wilfred is humiliated, like a dude who thinks his girl is exclusively seeing him, and quickly realizes she's not. So you think we should go to the movies tomorrow? Maybe. Oh, hi, John. Who was that? Just a guy. Okay. Well, this weekend we should go for a hike. Sounds like a lot of work. Hi, Mark. Who was that? Some guy. Alright. Next week, maybe you could meet my mom? Look, it's Daniel. I know, last night was wild. I thought you had to stay in to watch Love is Blind. I did, but then I realized how important it was to see people. Wait a minute. So you weren't in your bed? I was in a bed, okay? I'm gonna go home. So Wilfred does the same, and takes off running, following his string home. Along the way, though, he gets caught up in the string, and accidentally gets himself hogtied, left to die alone out in the wilderness. That would be one hell of an investigation. Who tied this boy up and left him here to die? Could it be a freak rock climbing accident and he accidentally got himself tangled up? <laughs> no way. Look at the intricacy of these knots. I'm dumb. Next thing you know, look who comes sauntering along to save Wilfred. Why, it's Marcel. Or is it Rodrigo? You think you know a moose. But he totally redeems himself, getting Wilfred unstuck and saving his life. Well, unless it's hunting season, then this boy is in some trouble, because that moose has quite the rack. Sorry, I'll keep my eyes up. Quote, All was forgiven, and perhaps Wilfred admitted he'd never really owned the moose anyway. End quote. He's coming to that realization now? Marcel is a free moose. He does what he wants. Finally, Marcel and Wilfred, with a little communication, work out their troubles. Well, sort of. Marcel gets everything he wants, and Wilfred, well, he gets to see him sometimes. And the story ends on Marcel being called another name by an old man. Alright, that's it. Wilfred needs to drop his ass and find another moose who appreciates him. What's the moral behind this story? It's a tough lesson, that's for sure. Saying that in a relationship, you don't own the other half. It's built on trust and working through problems together. Only in this case, Marcel clearly didn't have any respect for the relationship. Hell, he may not have been in the relationship in the first place. So use communication to figure out what the other half is looking for. And if the other half doesn't want it, 
don't try to force it to happen. You'll end up embarrassing yourself. Say, two can play this game, and find another moose with an even bigger rack. What do I think of Oliver's writing? Well, it was an interesting storyline, to say the least. He tackled a tough lesson with plenty of humor, and managed to give a moose that doesn't talk a personality. As for his pictures, he captured the wild of somewhere in the north rather beautifully. Every picture seemed to have a different illustration technique, which certainly kept the read from getting boring. If you have relationship issues, this read will be rather enlightening for you. Whether your relationship is with a moose, or just someone who has a moose knuckle, it should definitely hit home. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 3.6. I'll have a heap and helping and go back for another serving or two. But after that, I'm stopping and doing what I want. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.